Welcome to Drunk Bible Study. This show's mission is to read every single word of the greatest story ever told. A warning to our listeners, the hosts of this show are sinners, but they're doing their best. There will be drinking and there may be some swears. They did say they'd try to keep it clean, but I wouldn't put my money on it. I'm Emily, and this is Drunk Bible Study, where my good friends, Dedeker and Jace, teach me all about the Bible, everything about it, everything I could ever want to learn in the world. <laughs> it's really cool, actually. And apparently, according to our conversation we had last time, teach you everything you could possibly want to know about the solar system, about our planets, yeah, about what Christians mm. think and believe about planets. There you go. Do Christians believe in planets? <laughs> we may never know. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to know all the creationist Christians, what they believed in. And yeah, I had this conversation too with my partner and he was like, well, some, you know, it for a long time, people just thought that the entire solar system revolved around Earth instead of the sun. And so, yeah, that was that Earth was like the center of the universe, basically. Yes. So that makes sense. that And that Galileo got killed by the church because he was like, no, not true. Well, also Copernicus before that. But oh, well, yes. all right. All right, Dedeker. Yeah. All right, yes. yes. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. See, I learned something new every single week. It's amazing. It's wonderful. So, <laughs> Now, how well did you learn things? Because my question is, do you remember anything from last week? I think that there were additional um, kings that occurred <laughs> and came out, and <laughs> yeah. it's still like warring factions between... Two different sides, correct? Yeah, the kingdom is still split, correct? Yeah, yes, mm -hmm. I think so. Did everyone learn that as well? Are we correct here? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, there were, I honestly, I forget who they were. Yeah. I feel like we went through a few. The parts I remember was that one of them, basically one of them was more loyal to Yahweh than the other. And mm. I always mm. forget which was which. And I know this happened when we read Second Kings as well where there was that same thing and I still could not keep it straight. Yes, because there was that one king where they're like, yeah, he did some bad stuff, but his heart was good. Yeah. That's yeah, why Yahweh that blessed was, him. Oh, Asa. Oh, uh -huh. Asa, okay. Asa was yeah. the one that they were like, but he was so cool. He's like his so heart cool. was so pure. I mean, mm -hmm. he also messed up these things and didn't get rid of the high places or whatever it was. But he was so, he's such a good guy though. He's just so nice, <laughs> right? Like, mm -hmm. Yeah. He's had a great personality, Don't really liked the party. Yeah. So right. funny. I feel like <laughs> Yahweh is really just, he picks and chooses who he's going to like. And I don't know, if you're on a special list, then you're totally fine. But if you're not, then you're going to you're gonna get killed mm -hmm. for sure. Yeah, clearly. Isn't that kind of how we all are? Yes. You know, oh. we all have our special people that we let get away with stuff. Yes. <laughs> yes, indeed. Can I just ask one more question? And this is maybe a spoilery question, but I did wonder about Yahweh in the second half of this journey that we're about to take, that we're about to go on in the New Testament. Uh -huh. Is he like still a character in the way that he is in this Testament? <laughs> um, or is hmm. he going to be less of a, is he more just like a figurehead that you think about 
and that they talk about, but less that actually like comes down and has conversations with people. I think that in the New Testament, if I'm remembering correctly, bear in mind, I've not revisited the New Testament in many an age because mm-hmm. I've been saving okay. it all well, up for, about to. for this yes. podcast. <laughs> yeah. But I believe that it's more of G, the big G, Zus. The big J? Dialoguing with... <laughs> Oh, God. Oh, with Yahweh. Does he talk to him though? Rather than Yahweh talking to everybody, I feel like it's a little bit more of they've got the channel of communication open. But is it an actual back and forth or is it just like Jesus like screams at the sky and nothing happens? And he's like, oh yeah, yeah, I heard you. (laughs) I think we're going to have to wait till we get there to find that out, Emily, because I don't want (sighs) to... Okay, fine, fine, fine. Because if you remember in this Hebrew Bible that we've been reading so far... It really varies book to book. Somewhere yeah, Yahweh right. very directly is a character speaking and others where maybe this person had a vision that maybe was from Yahweh. You know, sometimes it's more ambiguous yeah, than others. The Rock really hasn't had much to do lately is what I'm saying. And I feel like that's going to continue mm. for the rest of the book. But maybe I'm wrong. Mm. I think it could be fun. Again, we keep teasing and talking about how we're going to do the casting of multiple different Jesuses Mm -hmm. through the Gospels. It would be fun if one of them is the rock dressed in a Jesus costume. Oh, interesting. That is interesting. You know, where he comes to play his own son, right? Maybe that's the one, maybe that's when we do John, because he's kind of the most... Well, I don't want to spoil it. We'll we'll get there. We'll get there. I thought we would do like Kate Blanchett dressed as, what is it? Not Bon Jovi. As the rock. No, Bob Bob Dylan. Kate Blanchett as Bob Dylan as Jesus. As Jesus. Oh, I like wow. that. I do, I do like, like that. That, <laughs> that is does fit with the kind of thing that we would do. Yes. I know we've already used her, but we could use her again. I don't know. Okay. Great. All right. Great. What are you two drinking? Oh, I'm drinking a nice Malbec. Oh, lovely. Um Sawtooth Ooh. Winery. That looks nice. Located out here in the Pacific Northwest. Yes. Yes, Beautiful. that's what I got going on. Mm. Beautiful. I'm drinking a Watchstander Stout. Ooh. I wanted to call it Wachstander, but then I saw that there's a T before the CH, so it's Watchstander, as in someone who stands on watch. On and the watch. it's got this guy with a little lantern on it. Your watch has ended. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And this is from Ghostfish Brewing in Seattle, which is famously an all-gluten-free brewery in Seattle. Oh, is it a good Gluten-free beer? Yeah, all their stuff's quite good. Pretty tasty. I think we went and did a tasting there once Mm -hmm. and it was pretty good. Yeah. That's awesome. Very cool. Yeah, but so it's gluten-free, brewed in Seattle, transcend your limits. That's what it says. There you go. So I'm ready to transcend some limits today. So you are. (laughs) Heck yes. I made a Empress uh, gin and tonic. And as you can see, I also muddled some blueberries in there. So it made like this, if you can see the gradients, it's very pink at the bottom. And then at the top, it's going to be that Empress Gin Butterfly Pea. Right, with the pinkish, purplish with, kind of color. Yes. Beautiful. With tonic, of course. Yeah. I love it. There you go. All righty. Shall we get this party started? Yes. Yes, let's. All right. Today, we are continuing on with the epic story of some more kings in Second Chronicles. Because... Isn't it 
told in the is aren't the things that the kings did told in the book of the chronicles of the kings you know something like that and then also a bunch of other guys all right yeah <laughs> Today, totally we're reading the second chronicles chapters 17 through 20 and then some wisdom from the book of proverbs chapter 14 as we get started, we want to remind everyone to read responsibly and drink responsibly. You can drink along with us or you can listen while you're in the car. But please do not do both at the same time. And with that, it's two Chronicles 17. Nope, nope, nope. Second nope. Chronicles? Take it again. Second Chronicles? Take it again. <laughs> I did make the same mistake as Trump. Sorry. Did he say... I thought that he said like... Oh, Chronicles 1 or something. Or Chronicles 2. At least I put I'm it in sure the it right order. Chronicles. <laughs> Damn it. Okay, fine. Yeah. Whatever. Okay, whatever. Second Chronicles. They should put the end in there to stop confusing <laughs> me. That's what I'm saying. When we publish our like paperback versions of each book, we'll put the end there. Thank you. Just for you. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Jehoshaphat, his son, reigned in his place and strengthened himself against Israel. I remember Jehoshaphat, Mm -hmm. but I don't know whose son he was. Asa's? Yes. Maybe? Asa's son. Okay. Thank goodness. Okay. He placed... Yes. (laughs) He placed forces in all the fortified cities of Judah and set garrisons in the land of Judah and in the cities of Ephraim which Asa, his father, had taken. Okay, I would have found this out anyways in a a second here. (laughs) Yahweh was with Jehoshaphat because he walked in the first ways of his father David and didn't seek the Baals, but sought to God of his father and walked in his commandments and not after the doings of Israel. Now, the first ways. Yeah, so when I'm looking at the message translation here, he says that, God was on Jehoshaphat's side because he stuck to the ways of his father Asa's early years. Mm. So I guess when we got before that he was cool, it was like he was cool when he was young mm-hmm. and still idealistic. And then he just sort of got lazy or something later on and didn't get rid of enough high places. But so he at least stuck with the way he was at first. Yeah, thank goodness. Okay, that's good. Therefore, Yahweh established the kingdom in his hand and all Judah brought to Jehoshaphat tribute, and he had riches and honor in abundance. His heart was lifted up in the ways of Yahweh, and furthermore, he took away the high places and the ashram out of Judah. Gosh, I bet Yahweh loved him. Also, yeah, oh, uh, mm-hmm. in the message, she does clarify he got rid of the local sex and religion shrines. Of course. Well, we're back, back to the sex and religion shrines. It's been a minute. Drink to sex and religion shrines. Oh, okay. Gladly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> also, in the third year of his reign, he sent his princes, even Ben-Hale, and Obadiah, and Zechariah, and Nathaniel, and Micaiah, to teach in the cities of Judah. Are these like the boys that we already know, that we've that we've read about? Probably. Zechariah, and Obadiah, and... I recognize all those names. I don't... They've probably been listed like six different times. Ben-Hale? 
I don't know about Ben Hale, but yeah. even Ben <laughs> like, Hale. Who's that? Yeah, I don't remember that Even one. Ben Hale, <laughs> who you have never heard of before. And with them, the Levites, even Shemaiah and Nethaniah and Zebediah and Ashel and Sema Shemiramoth. And, Shemiroquai? What? Yeah. Well, wait, this is like Jonathan, but with an E randomly placed in it. Jehonathan. <laughs> <laughs> and Adonijah and Tobijah and Tob Adonijah and the Levites. It was like that. He was like a combination of the first two yes. that went before him. It was Adonijah and Tobijah and then Tob Adonijah. Yeah, it was like they yeah. had a baby. Pretty good. very strange. The Levites and with them Elishama and Jehoram the priests. Okay. Love that. I just want to point out that Shamiramoth. Yes. It's definitely the name of a Final Fantasy boss or something. Seriously? Right? Oh, or a summon. It could be a summon. Yeah, you're right. Final one of, Fantasy. Yeah, one of the epic summon spells. Yeah, wait, Shamira Moth. Wait, the Japanese took the name from this and were like, yeah, we're going to no, use that. No, Jace is making a joke, Emily. Oh, We run okay. a comedic podcast where sometimes we like riff and gif on things. Yeah, sorry. I thought I just haven't <laughs> played Final Fantasy. That's not like a game that okay, I've played. So that's I would have just believed you there. And that was stra- that would have been strange, wouldn't it? <laughs> I wouldn't think that they would do that. Honestly, though, I wouldn't, I wouldn't put, put it past, it past them. them really? Yeah, I would not. Because, like, Bahamut is, which is like a Babylonian god, is the name of a summon oh. in Final Fantasy. See? So it's it's not outside the realm of possibility. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, well, they taught in Judah, having the book of the law of Yahweh with them, and they went about throughout all the cities of Judah and taught among the people. The fear of Yahweh fell on all the kingdoms of the lands that were round about Judah, so they made no war against Jehoshaphat. Oh, good. Everyone was afraid of him. Cool. Or Yahweh, rather. Some of the Philistines brought Jehoshaphat presents and silver for tribute. The Arabians that's also... fun. I know. That's nice. The Arabians also brought him flocks, 7,700 rams. 7,700, I guess, is what they mean. Yeah and 7,700 male goats. Don't you need some lady goats, though? Or all of those goats are just going to die off eventually. Technically, male goats are kind of useless. Exactly. Unless they're breeding. There you go. I guess they're just for eating, Mm. just for chomping. Yeah. Okay, I guess so. Jehoshaphat grew great exceedingly, and he built in Judah castles and cities of store. (laughs) More like Costco's. More outlets. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Costco's. (laughs) He's slightly less refined. Sam's Club, I don't know. It's just, Mm -hmm. it's all Costco's. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Well, there are different levels of outlet malls too, Dedeker. There's like, that's true. Yeah, there's some, you know, outside Tucson that I think now are like super in disarray. And then there's the premium outlets that are really beautiful on the way to Anaheim. Right. He had many works in the cities of Judah and men of war, mighty men of valor in Jerusalem. This was the numbering of them according to their father's houses. Of Judah, the captains of thousands, Adnah, the captain, and with him, mighty men of valor, 300,000. And next to him, Jehohanah, the captain, and with him, 280,000. And next to him, Amasiah, the son of Zikri, who was willingly offering himself to Yahweh, and with him, 200,000 mighty men of valor. Of Benjamin, Elidah, a mighty man of valor, and with him 200,000 armed with a bow and shield. Don't you need, like, I'm sorry, well, maybe you can put it here and then pull back. 
You and need if it's a two small hands. Shield, I guess if it's a small <laughs> shield that fits on your you arm. Need two freaking hands with a bow. Or maybe it's like a big shield that you run up and you like plant it on the ground and then you kind of duck behind it and you shoot your bow oh, over okay. it. That'd be okay. kind of cool, right? Yeah, I guess. I have no idea if that's what's going on here. I mean, but I just think that'd be cool. Link has a shield and a bow and arrow, so maybe maybe it works. Who knows? What does he does he just put the shield on his back when he yeah. uses the bow and arrow? Yeah. Or does he hold it on his arm? No, I think he puts it on his back. Yeah. Okay. Uh yes. Bow and shield. And next to him, Jehozabad, and with him 180,000 ready prepared for war. These were those who waited on the king, besides those whom the king put in the fortified cities throughout all Judah. Cool. Oh, that's that's it. Cool. Okay. Wow. Great. Love it. Outlet She's balls. so cool. Wait, cool. jumping yeah. Jehoshaphat? Uh-huh. Yeah. Why was he jumping? Uh, I'm going to Google that origin of the <laughs> phrase while you continue to read. Okay, great. Here I go. This is Second Chronicles chapter 18. Now, jumping Jehoshaphat had riches <laughs> and honor in abundance. Sorry, hold on. Okay, I just immediately have to interrupt because <laughs> you this found is it? amazing. Oh, okay, good. Well, this is what the Christian Science Monitor oh, says. Oh, oh God. Okay. Uh, okay, so it says that the phrase first appeared in a novel from 1866. So it goes back a ways. When a cowboy dash backwoodsman, that archetype we all know and love, Classic. used it to convey his surprise and admiration at how far a horse and its beautiful rider had jumped. Here's the direct quote, and this is written in dialect, by the way. By the jumping Jehoshaphat, what a girl she air, sure enough. <laughs> there it is. So, wait a minute. Was somebody there to hear this, or was this guy like, wow, what this just came out of my mouth? Oh, it was in a novel. Okay, sorry. Yes, it was in a novel. Ahead. Somebody wrote it. <laughs> I mean, maybe the writer witnessed it at some point and was like, wow, I have to write this down. Yeah, exactly. That happens. Yeah. Okay. Because that was an awesome thing I just said there. So Jumpin' Jehoshaphat had riches and honor in abundance, and he joined affinity with Ahab. And who is Ahab? We've heard of him. Oh. King of a different Ahab Ahab was married to Jezebel. Oh. Oh. Was he another king? I don't know if this is the same Ahab, but yeah, he was married to Jezebel, and they were evil. Mm. But there was a whale. That's different story. Moby Dick. <laughs> I know. I'm kidding. <laughs> okay, great. There was a whale at a different story in this book too, though. Just saying. Okay. Okay, so he... That's true. Yeah. Making the connections. Connecting the dots. There you go. <laughs> okay. It's all so, conspiracy. It's all one big thing. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Get out your corkboard with your push pins and thread. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, amazing. So, I see. Okay, so it says that he, made, he joined affinity with Ahab. And I looked up in the message and it says he made a marriage alliance with Ahab of Israel. Oh. So, I guess they got married to each other. Um, okay. Wait. After... They did? <laughs> These two men? Yeah, I mean, what else could it mean? After <laughs> certain years... After certain years, who knows which ones, but certain ones, he went down to Ahab, oh, to Samaria. Ahab killed sheep and oxen for him in abundance and for the people who were with him and moved him to go up with him to Ramoth-Gilead. Ahab, king of Israel, said to Jehoshaphat, king of Judah, will you go with me to Ramoth-Gilead? So I think he's asking him on a date or something. It's cute. I like hmm. it. That's adorable. He answered him, I am as you are, and my people as your people, and we will be with you in the war. Jehoshaphat said to the king of Israel, Please inquire first for the word of Yahweh. Then, 
the king of Israel gathered the prophets together, 400 men, and said to them, Shall we go to Ramoth-Gilead to battle, or shall I forbear? They said, Go up, for God will deliver it into the hands of the king. So uh, I'm going to pause for a moment here to try to understand what's happening. Yeah. Is this implying that maybe Ahab was the king of Israel and Jehoshaphat's the king of Judah, and so we briefly had an alliance again? Is that what's happening oh, here? Oh, Oh, that's adorable. They married each other because they're like, <laughs> we're going to be one country again. That's cute. Yeah. That's romantic. Yeah, okay. So, so, so Jehoshaphat's like, yeah, man, I'm with you, but you should ask God first. Okay. And so then the king of Israel, who I guess is Ahab, gets together all his men and asks them instead of asking Yahweh, I guess. Okay, let, let me let me go on because I think we might this might be part of the drama here. Okay. So he gathers his 400 dudes and he's like, should we go to battle or should we wait? And they said, go up. God will deliver it into the hand of the king. But Jehoshaphat said, isn't there a prophet of Yahweh besides that we may inquire of him? And I looked up in the message and Jehoshaphat said, is there another prophet of God around here we can consult? Let's get a second opinion. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> what? Was... You didn't like what the first one said? Well, he just like pulled 400 dudes together and was like, okay. should we go? And they're like, yeah, bro, do it. I say. So okay. he's like, maybe could we ask someone qualified? I guess. Who's more in line with God who actually gets to speak to him. Right. I say. So Jehoshaphat said that. And then the king of Israel, aka Ahab, said to Jehoshaphat, there is yet one man by whom we may inquire of Yahweh, but I hate him. Oh. For he never prophesies good concerning me, but always <laughs> evil. Is it Jeremiah? Wasn't Jeremiah the one that everyone hated? Oh, that he, was, yeah. The bullfrog? It looks like was, it's not him. Not him, no. The name mm. is Micaiah, the son so of not Imla. Micah. Never heard Micaiah. of him. Micaiah. It wasn't one of the lesser prophets, but it's even an even lesser, lesser prophet yes, than nobody has exactly. heard of. Yes. Got it. The name is Micaiah, the son of Imla. Jehoshaphat said, don't let the king say so. Uh, maybe he's like, don't, don't say that. Don't right. Say that. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, Just keep it on the DL. Don't, Be cool. Don't. Then the king of Israel called an officer and said, get quickly, Micaiah, the son of Imla. Now the king of Israel and Jehoshaphat, the king of Judah, sat each on his throne, arrayed in their robes, and they were sitting in an open place at the entrance of the gate of Samaria, and all the prophets were prophesying before them. All at the same time? All 400 of them? That's yeah, weird. It was Goodness. dizzying. Everybody <laughs> shouting, doing performance art pieces, object Whoa. lessons. <laughs> oh, God. So weird many. stuff with their underwear. I was just going to say, so many pairs of underwear stuck between rocks. It took <laughs> them forever flung to about. clean it up. <laughs> it sounds awful. <laughs> or like Coachella or something. People burning poop. It was, it was rough. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Zedekiah, the son of Chanana... <laughs> That's a great name. Chanana. It's got two A's in the middle there. Made him horns of iron and said, Thus says Yahweh, With these shall you push the Syrians until they be consumed. Oh, so we're fighting the Syrians. With these horns of iron. He's like, take these, mm -hmm. push them. It'll be great. Push them. All the prophets prophesied, saying, Go up to Ramoth Gilead and prosper, for Yahweh will deliver it into the hand of the king. So all the 400 are basically saying that same thing. 
The messenger who went to call Micaiah spoke to him, saying, Behold, the words of the prophets declare good to the king with one mouth. Let your word, therefore, please be like one of theirs and speak you good. Okay, so he's saying, (laughs) go with the flow. Don't rock the boat with your prophecy. Okay. I love that. The messenger's like, look, bro, these other 400 are all pro. Can you just... (laughs) Can you just be cool? Just like say something that the guy just or that the snap the waistband of your underwear, call it a day. <laughs> that the king wants to hear, please. Thank you. Okay. Micaiah said, As Yahweh lives, what my God says, that I will speak. When he was come to the king, the king said to him, Micaiah. <laughs> shall we go to Ramoth Gilead to battle or shall I forbear? He said, go up and prosper and they shall be delivered into your hand. Cool. The king said to him, how many times shall I adjure you that you speak to me nothing but the truth in the name of Yahweh? Uh Uh-oh, what if this like backfires here? Yeah. Uh Uh-oh. He said, I saw all Israel scattered on the mountains as sheep that have no shepherd. And Yahweh said, these have no master. Let them return every man to his house in peace. I'm worried. I'm worried for this dude. So I don't really understand what happened here. He said like, go, but did he say it sarcastically so the king knew that he was lying? And then he's saying, no, actually I saw everyone scattered all over with no king. What does the message say? Great question. Okay, so with Micaiah before him, this is verse 14 from the message. The king asked him, so Micaiah, do we attack Ramoth Gilead or do we hold back? Go ahead, he said, an easy victory, God's gift to the king. Not so fast, said the king. (laughs) How many times have I made you promise under oath to tell me the truth and nothing but the truth? Oh, nice. Mm -hmm. All right, said Micaiah, since you insist. Micaiah's like, you can't handle the truth. Yeah, Yeah, there you go. (laughs) A a full Jack Nicholson on him. (laughs) He said, since you insist. I saw all of Israel scattered over the hills, sheep with no shepherd. That Yeah, okay, so it is that. The king's like, dude, I I know you're lying to me. You never say nice things to me. What's the deal? And Yahweh said, these have no master. Let them return every man to his house in peace. The king of Israel, Ahab, now said to Jehoshaphat, didn't I tell you that he would not prophesy good concerning me, but evil? (laughs) What? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> this guy is yeah. a little petty. Okay. <laughs> Micaiah said, Therefore, hear you the word of Yahweh. I saw Yahweh sitting on his throne and all the host of heaven standing on his right hand and on his left. Yahweh said, Who shall entice Ahab, king of Israel, that he may go up and fall at Ramoth Gilead? <laughs> mm, am I right? One spoke, saying after this manner, and another saying after that manner. There came forth a spirit and stood before Yahweh and said, I will entice him. Oh. Yahweh said to him, how? He oh, said, look at the rock's talking. Yeah. Then we get a whole scene. We just talked about it. He wasn't in this much. We I get a whole it. little scene with him. Amazing. Yahweh said to him, how? He said, I will go forth and will be a lying spirit in the mouth of all of his prophets. He said, You shall entice him and shall prevail also. Oh, sorry. This is Yahweh now. (laughs) You shall entice him and shall prevail also. Go forth and do so. Now, therefore, behold, 
Yahweh has put a lying spirit in the mouth of these, your prophets, and Yahweh has spoken evil concerning you. This is like a surprisingly interesting scene with the prophet. I don't feel like we've gotten one of these in a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then Zedekiah, the son of Chanana, came near Chinana. and struck Micaiah on the cheek. <gasps> Ooh. He slapped him. And he said, Whoa. which way went the spirit of Yahweh from me to speak to you? I don't understand the question, but... Is this like a different... <laughs> wait, I, in, I'm i assuming this is a different prophet that came up and was like, why did Yahweh like jump out of me to jump into you to speak to you? Yeah. Well, that's an interesting interpretation. Yeah. He's one of the ones we mentioned earlier who was saying, yeah, man, go fight. It's all going to be cool. Yahweh's like going to give you victory. He made him the victory. horns. He's like, take these horns, do it. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Let's see if... The message has anything fun. Slapped Micaiah in the face, saying, Since when did the Spirit of God leave me and take up with you? So yeah, you're right, that's Emily. Fair. He was yeah, like, that's fair. Thank you. Since, since when? Yeah. Okay. Micaiah said, Behold, you shall see on that day when you shall go into an inner chamber to hide yourself. Mm. Oh. oh. The king of Israel said, Take Micaiah and carry him back to Amon, the governor of the city, and to Joash, the king's son, and say, thus says the king, put this fellow in the prison and feed him with bread of affliction and with water of affliction until I return in peace. Is the affliction mean like it's tainted with yuckiness? Like he gives a moldy bread? The bread of affliction was the unleavened bread. Oh. I don't know what water of affliction is, though. Yeah, it's it's matzo. I don't know what water of affliction okay. is. But you do need some water if you're going to be eating matzo bread. Because yeah, it's going to it's it's suck yeah. all the moisture out of your body. Moisture. It's like eating saltines, yeah. 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 Did you do that? Oh, no, you did a you did the... <laughs> Fig Newton. Not state. We did the Fig, Fig Newton, Newton challenge. challenge yes. Yes. Fig Newton. Yeah, you didn't do this. <laughs> not try the saltine challenge. challenge. <laughs> but the fig... Yeah, you could do the unleavened mm, bread yeah, challenge. Yeah, oh, okay. it, that Yikes. is like the saltine challenge where it's like, can you eat a stack of 10 matzo yeah. in like two minutes or whatever? Without water. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. 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 There you go. Okay, so he said, so take this guy, put him in prison until I return in peace. Micaiah said, if you return at all in peace, Oof. Yahweh has not spoken by me. He said, hear you peoples, all of you. So... The king of Israel and Jehoshaphat, the king of Judah, went up to Ramoth Gilead. The king of Israel said to Jehoshaphat, I will disguise myself and go into the battle, but put you on your robes. So the king of Israel disguised himself and they went into battle. Wait, hold on. So hold on. Is Ahab like, I'm going to disguise myself, but you should should wear your usual king costume. Yeah. Trust me, trust me, that's... it's going to be great. We, somebody has to dress uh-huh. like a king. They're going to get suspicious if no one is dressed like a king. So we got to help yeah. each other out, you see? And then Jehoshaphat, I guess, is just so taken with Ahab that he doesn't stop to question, wait wait a minute, so then I'm the target, I guess? <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, so... He loves him. Now, the king of Syria had commanded the captains of his chariots, saying, fight neither with small nor great, save only with the king of Israel. Ha, huh. so just go straight, straight to ground zero. So just try to get him. Just get him. Try to get him. Mm. It happened when the captains of the chariots saw Jehoshaphat that they said, it is the king of Israel. Therefore, they turned about to fight against him. But Jehoshaphat cried out and Yahweh oh. helped him. 
And God moved them to depart from him. That's cool. Handy. It happened when the captains of the chariot saw that it was not the king of Israel, that they turned back from pursuing him. So they did at least know what he should have looked like. So that's good. A certain man drew his bow at a venture and struck the king of Israel between the joints of the armor. (gasps) So not Jehoshaphat, but Ahab, the actual king of Israel. Oh, boy. Therefore, he said to the driver of the chariot, Turn your hand and carry me out of the host, for I am sore wounded. The battle increased that day. However, the king of Israel stayed himself up in his chariot against the Syrians until the even. And about the time of the going down of the sun, he died. Oh, wow. Wow, so it all backfired for him. Yeah. Huh. (sighs) I mean... Goodness, that's pretty intense. I'm glad that Jehoshaphat wasn't tricked into this dying. (laughs) This dying thing? I do remember this... This I thing do remember dying. this story. <laughs> this thing called Oh, dying. you do? Yeah, I'm glad he did. Do you? I don't remember this story at all. Really? I do. I remember the thing about the guy like bleeding out in his chariot. I remember us talking about hmm. that at one point. Oh, interesting. And that's that was this. So yeah, I didn't remember all the details and I didn't remember the disguising part, but I'm sure we read it. I'm sure this was in Second Kings and we've just forgotten. Cool. So it's Great. good that we have this recap, you know? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Before we go on to find out what happens to King Jehoshaphat next, we're going to take a quick break to talk about how you can support this show. If you love this show, just go tell your friends. Bring a whole party to our live shows. If you go to drunkbiblestudy.com slash live, you can get all the information about that. You can find us on Twitch. We do this every Thursday. It is so much fun getting to have people in the chat giving us facts that we're (laughs) unaware of teasing us for things, teasing each other for things, sharing what (laughs) what you're drinking or smoking or whatever it is you're doing. We love having you all here in the live chat. And if you're able to help support this show financially, we have a Patreon at patreon.com slash drunkbiblestudy. And as a thank you, we have early releases of episodes, personal toasts on the show, Emily's drink recipes, and of course, our undying affection. And we're back. And it is time to continue with the story of Jehoshaphat in chapter 19. Jehoshaphat, the king of Judah, returned to his house in peace to Jerusalem. Happy ending. Jehu, the son of Hanani, the seer, went out to meet him Hmm. and said to King Jehoshaphat, Should you help the wicked and love those who hate Yahweh? What? Wait, hold on. Okay, hold on. Uh, <laughs> it's, a, no? it's a trick question. It's Great a question. Yeah, it's a like, so glad. No. I'm so glad you asked. <laughs> yeah. So, so should should you help the wicked and love those who hate Yahweh? I think she's just mad, or whoever this is, Jehu. Sorry, not yeah, Jehu, the son of Hanani, is mad because he helped Ahab. That's that's all it is. Okay, got it. For this thing, wrath is on you from before Yahweh. Nevertheless. There are good things found in you, in that you have put away the Asheroth out of the land and have set your heart to seek God. I think we've learned that that's the trump card. That's mm-hmm, the shoe mm-hmm, in with Yahweh. Yeah, is mm-hmm. like, you can do whatever the heck you want as long as you... Get rid of the sex and religion. Beyonce. Yeah. 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 Jehoshaphat lived at Jerusalem, and he went out again among the people from Beersheba to the hill country of Ephraim, and brought them back to Yahweh, the God of their fathers. He set judges in the land throughout all the fortified cities of Judah, city by city, and said to the judges, 
consider what you do. For you don't judge for man, but for Yahweh, and he is with you in the judgment. Now, therefore, let the fear of Yahweh be on you. Take heed and do it. For there is no iniquity with Yahweh our God, nor respect of persons, nor taking of bribes. (laughs) Okay. I'm assuming respect of persons means like favoritism to important people Mm, or something. Well, that's ridiculous because, of course, there is. (laughs) Okay, sure. Now, uh, yeah, no no taking bribes, no respecting people. Moreover, in (laughs) Jerusalem did Jehoshaphat set of the Levites and the priests and the heads of the fathers' houses of Israel for the judgment of Yahweh and for controversies. Hmm. Uh, Okay. They returned to Jerusalem. He charged them, saying, Thus shall you do in the fear of Yahweh, faithfully and with a perfect heart. Perfect. Whenever any controversy shall come to you from your brothers who dwell in their cities, between blood and blood, between law and commandment, statutes and ordinances, you shall warn them that they not be guilty toward Yahweh. And so wrath come on you and on your brothers. Do this and you shall not be guilty. No, I'm sorry, Jace. That's not what it said. Can you read from the colon? This do. This do. Oh, boy. (laughs) You made it make more sense. Yeah, this do, and you shall not be guilty. Behold, Amariah, the chief priest, is over you in all matters of Yahweh. And Zebediah, the son of Ishmael, the ruler of the house of Judah, in all the king's matters. Also, the Levites shall be officers before you. Deal courageously, and Yahweh be with the good. Amen. So, all right. Yes, Emily? Wait, if Asa died... Then who is the new king on that side? Jehoshaphat. It, it, okay, Jehoshaphat's just the king, period, now. Yes. Of Judah. You mean Ahab died? Yeah, yes. Ahab died. He was the king of Israel. We don't know Yeah, who. so who's the new Israeli king? It doesn't tell us. We don't know yet. Okay. We don't know yet. I mean, technically, we learned this all in Second Kings, but I don't remember. Yeah. I'm glad we're getting a recap. We kind of need it because they really yeah. were like bang, bang, bang. <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. I'm still, I'm so very nervous for the quiz for this one too. So <laughs> yeah, it's gonna like be a doozy. D. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Chapter twenty. It happened after this that the children of Moab and the children of Ammon, and with them some of the Ammonites, came against Jehoshaphat to battle. Sorry, hold on. Some of the Ammonites, is that what it says? Yes. Because in the message, they're the Mayunites, which looked like the Meundites to me at first. (laughs) Weird. That's weird that it's a... Those 400 prophets created their own faction. (laughs) Right. Cool. Cool. Yeah, the NIV also has the Meundites as well. The Meundites. Interesting. 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 Mm. Then there came some who told Jehoshaphat, saying, there comes a great multitude against you from beyond the sea, from Syria. And behold, they're in Hazazon Tamar. In parentheses, the same as En-Gedi. En-Gedi. Okay. <laughs> right, right. Uh-huh. Jehoshaphat feared and set himself to seek to Yahweh, and he proclaimed a fast throughout all Judah. Because that's good before you're going to be maybe raising an army to battle is to starve them starve real good. Them. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's what you do. <laughs> Judah gathered themselves together to seek help of Yahweh. Even out of all the cities of Judah, they came to seek Yahweh. 
Jehoshaphat stood in the assembly of Judah and Jerusalem in the house of Yahweh before the new court, and he said, Yahweh, the God of our fathers, aren't you God in heaven? And aren't you ruler over all the kingdoms of the nations? And in your hand is power and might so that none is able to withstand you. Did not you, our God, drive out the inhabitants of this land before your people Israel and give it to the seed of Abraham, your friend, forever? Oh, I didn't realize. Oh, okay, <laughs> never, cool. Never wow. listed Abraham as his friend before. That's yeah, funny. your old pal Abraham. <laughs> Remember him? <laughs> no, he's like, you know, no, I don't. Like 600 I, mutuals. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but Abraham's long, long dead by now, right? Right? Yeah, they can still be friends. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's Yahweh. Like, all, all things are possible. Fr- I see. Fine. All right. True Yahweh. Yeah. They lived therein and have built you a sanctuary therein for your name, saying, if evil come on us, the sword, judgment, or pestilence, or famine, we will stand before this house and before you, for your name is in this house, and cry to you in our affliction, and you will hear and save. Okay, do you remember this from a few episodes ago where this exact thing was declared? Oh, right. Well, Solomon was like, if they do this, it'll be cool. Right. He's like, even if they've been bad, but if they come here and they're like, we're so sorry, and they pray here, just forgive them. Just like let them win just, just do this it. once. It's all good. Please. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah. And here it is. Here it is coming right back. Now behold, the children of Ammon and Moab and Mount Seir, whom you would not let Israel invade when they came out of the land of Egypt, but they turned aside from them and didn't destroy them. Behold, how they reward us to come to cast us out of your possession, which you have given us to inherit. Our God, will you not judge them? For we have no might against this great company that comes against us. Mm. Neither know we what to do, but out eyes are on you. I think they meant what? but our Just eyes are our on happened. you. Yeah. Out there was a lot eyes. going on there, but out yeah. eyes upon you. Yeah. <laughs> All Judah stood before Yahweh with their little ones, their wives, and their children. Then on Jehaziel, the son of Zechariah, the son of Benaiah, the son of Jeel, the son of Mataniah, the Levite, of the sons of Asaph, came the spirit of Yahweh in the midst of the assembly. And he's all over this one. Yeah. He's everywhere now. It's good. Listen, you all Judah and you inhabitants. Listen, you. (laughs) You. (laughs) You inhabitants of Jerusalem and you King Jehoshaphat. Thus says Yahweh to you. Don't be afraid, you. Neither be dismayed by reason of this great multitude for the battle is not yours, but God's. Tomorrow go you down against them. Behold, they come up by the ascent of Ziz and you shall find them at the end of the valley before the wilderness of Jeruel. You shall not need to fight in this battle. Set yourselves, stand you still, and see the salvation of Yahweh with you, O Judah and Jerusalem. Don't be afraid, nor be dismayed. Tomorrow go out against them, for Yahweh is with you. That's nice. Yeah. Wow. I just want to step back to where he had everybody fast Mm -hmm. and pray at the temple. And it's like they were all just kind of standing there until one random person was just kind of moved by the spirit and was like, hey, listen up, you. This is the message of Yahweh. I mean, I've been to those church services. I've been to those Pentecostal church services. Yeah, I was like, isn't that just kind of like what happens at church? I mean, I don't know. Well, I... no, not at all churches. That's that's what's interesting. Well, no? in the affectionately named charismatic 
denomination sometimes, yes. Charismatic. That's that's yeah. wow. That's no one Wait, what is but a no. Pentecostal? Oh, you know, uh, Pentecost. How do I explain this? <laughs> I don't know. Well, you know what? You know what? You just tell her. Spoiler alert! Like we'll get there. We oh, are going to learn true, about. Right? There is a thing called the Pentecost yes, that we will right. read oh, about okay. in the New Testament. The right. penitent man will pass. Not not related. Is that what it's <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. Fine. Okay. Uh. Jehoshaphat bowed his head with his face <laughs> to the okay. ground. Good. He bowed, he bowed <laughs> his head with his face. Okay. <laughs> not the head face that doesn't head. have his face, if you know what I mean. Okay. Yeah, bowed I'm, his head yeah. with his face to the ground, and all Judah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem fell down before Yahweh, worshiping Yahweh. The Levites of the children of the Kohathites and of the children of the Korahites stood up to praise Yahweh, the God of Israel, with an exceeding loud voice. They rose early in the morning and went forth into the wilderness of Tekoa. And as they went forth, Jehoshaphat stood and said, Hear me, Judah, and you inhabitants of Jerusalem. Believe in Yahweh your God, so shall you be established. Believe his prophets, so shall you prosper. Believe. Yeah, he's having a real Ted Lasso moment. Yes, love Love it. When he had taken counsel with the people, he appointed those who should sing to Yahweh and give praise in holy array as they went out before the army and say, give thanks to Yahweh for his loving kindness endures forever. When they began to sing and to praise, Yahweh set liars in wait Mm. against the children of Ammon Moab and Can Mount just, Seir. Again, the liar, because I was looking. No, no, no. What? Not an L Y R E. Liars liar. in wait. L I, like lying in wait. A person liars who is lying. A liar. I was just trying to remember. Is a liar like the U shaped one? Yes. Yes. Thank you. I think so. Yahweh said, Liars in wait against the children of Ammon, Moab, and Mount Seir, who had come against Judah, and they were struck. For the children of Ammon and Moab stood up against the inhabitants of Mount Seir, utterly to kill and destroy them. And when they had made an end of the inhabitants of Seir, everyone helped to destroy another. Okay. (laughs) Everyone helped. Weird. Yeah. When Judah came. I don't hold on. I don't understand what happened there. Uh, So uh, liars and waits were against the men of Ammon, Moab, and Mount Seir as they were attacking Judah. This is from the message. And they all ended up dead. The Ammonites and Moabites mistakenly attacked those from Mount Seir and massacred mm, them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't There's know. some confusion. Yeah, I guess he just confused them all. So they fought themselves instead of fighting Judah. Yeah. Okay. When Judah came to the watchtower of the wilderness, they looked at the multitude. And behold, they were dead bodies fallen to the earth. And there were oh. none who escaped. When Jehoshaphat and his people came to take the spoil of them, they found among them in abundance both riches and dead bodies. (laughs) This is like a freaking (laughs) video game where you like you're looting. Yeah, you're looting everyone after the fact. Goodness. Okay, we found among them in abundance both riches and dead bodies. And dead bodies. And precious jewels, which they stripped stripped off for themselves more than they could carry away. And they were three days in taking the spoil. It was so much. God, these people came into battle blinged out, I guess. Yeah. Blinged out, yes. On the fourth day, they assembled themselves in the Valley of Baraka, for there they blessed Yahweh. 
Therefore, the name of that place was called the Valley of Baraka to this day. Of course, of yeah, course. Yeah, Jace, can you find a, like a Hebrew translation of what Baraka yeah. actually means? Yep. They gathered in the Valley of Baraka, which means blessing. Oh, great. Not, okay. not too excited. I, I thought Baraka. it would mean like lots of dead bodies and treasure, but <laughs> no. It's a blessing for the dead bodies and treasure. <laughs> Then they returned, every man of Judah and Jerusalem, and Jehoshaphat in the forefront of them, to go again to Jerusalem with joy, for Yahweh had made them to rejoice over their enemies. They came to Jerusalem with psalteries and harps and trumpets to the house of Yahweh. The fear of God was on all the kingdoms of the countries when they heard that Yahweh fought against the enemies of Israel. So the realm of Jehoshaphat was quiet, for his God gave him rest round about. Mm-hmm. Jehoshaphat reigned over Judah. He was 35 years old when he began to reign, and he reigned 25 years in Jerusalem. And his mother's name was Azubah, the daughter of Shilhi, in case you were Shilhi. wondering. Mm. Yes. He walked in the way of Asa, his father, and didn't turn aside from it, doing that which was right in the eyes of Yahweh. However, the high places were not taken away, uh, neither as yet. Wait, I thought he'd. Did. Oh no, he I took away he... the sex and religion shrines. Yeah, not the high ones. Not though. the high places. <laughs> not the high okay. ones. Not the dispensaries. So high. Right. Neither as yet had the people set their hearts to the God of their fathers. Now, the rest of the acts of Jehoshaphat, first and last, behold, they are written in the history of Jehu, the son of Hanani, which is inserted in the book of the kings of Israel. We just crammed I'm sorry. it in there. I think that whoever uh, that whoever decided which books would go in the Bible and which wouldn't should have taken Nicaea. out these lines. Mm, I <laughs> should see, have taken yeah. out these lines. Like if you're not going to put this in the book, false just, advertising. Yeah. Okay, because yeah. like you said last time, Emily, they didn't read it either. <laughs> right? <laughs> Nobody has. Nobody read it. Us. No one before us and has our read listeners. This. Yeah. Now I, I did just check in the message, and he does clarify here that he did that he failed to get rid of the neighborhood sex and religion shrines. Mm-hmm. The neighborhood ones, but I thought it had said Good friendly neighborhood sex and religion shrine. Just a couple chapters, it's like ago. a little free library, you know. Okay, <laughs> he got rid of the big ones, but not the little neighborhood ones, yes. maybe. <laughs> okay, all right. After this, did Jehoshaphat, king of Judah, join himself with Ahaziah, king of Israel? The same did very wickedly, and he joined himself oh, with him. There's your answer, Emily. Ahaziah. Thank you. Was the king of Israel after Ahab, apparently. Yes, John Doff the Mike also said. Okay. Before, because, you know, of course he knew. (laughs) Of course. (laughs) Of course. The same did very wickedly. And he joined himself with him to make ships to go to Tarshish. And they made the ships in Ezion Geber. Then Eleazar, the son of Dodavahu of Merishah, prophesied against Jehoshaphat, saying... Because you have joined yourself with Ahaziah, Yahweh has destroyed your works. The ships were broken so that they were not able to go to Tarshish. The ships were broken. Such passive language. Yeah. yeah they, I have a feeling broken. that this Eleazar, the son of Dodo of Ahu, maybe had a hand in breaking oh, those ships, perhaps, and those mm, ships getting broken. Oh. Yeah. Just my, yeah. my pet theory. Yeah, according mm. to the message here, it says, Late in life, Jehoshaphat formed a trading syndicate with Ahaziah, the king of Israel. What? Which was very wrong of him to do. <laughs> so, wow. I think this the guy message. Wow. 
Yeah, I think this guy, Dodavahu, Eliezer, son of Dodavahu of Marishah, maybe had like his own trading organization or something. Ooh, and so, yes, yes, he didn't want the competition. Tisk, tisk. It's like your yeah. ships have become, oof, oof, oof. become damaged. No one knows how, but they're yeah. now in a state of being damaged. <laughs> so, there you here go. we go. All right, are you ready for, yes. for it? Here we go. I'm so ready for <laughs> it. Wow. And now it is time for some wisdom from the book of Proverbs, chapter 14. This is another, like, against women one, kind of, or something. I don't know. There's a woman we'll in it, so I, fi- so I figure it is against women. But here, That's an interesting assumption. You see a woman and you assume it's bad, which is yeah. probably fair. But maybe let's it's not. See, let's but see if it is. Maybe it's not. Maybe it's not. We'll see. We'll see. Okay, 14. Proverbs. Proverbs 14. Am I saying it right? Thanks. Yes. (laughs) Every wise woman builds her house, but the foolish one tears it down with her own hands. I would say that's pretty foolish, yes. Yeah. I mean, one shouldn't do that, I suppose. He who walks in his uprightness fears Yahweh, but he who is perverse in his ways despises him. The fool's talk brings a rod to his back, but the lips of the wise protect them. Where no oxen are, the crib is clean, but much increase is by the strength of the ox. Okay, hold on. Sorry, hold hold on. on. We've gone I don't so know far heck from where we that began. Means. Oh. Where no oxen are, the crib where is no clean. no oxen are, the crib is clean. Okay, okay, okay. This is like, okay, when I was in college, I was a logic tutor. And so this is kind of like breaking down a statement to be like, is it valid? Now, it doesn't have to necessarily be true to be valid, but I'm like, okay, does this part make sense? Where no oxen are, the crib is clean. Uh, Probably makes sense, right? If you don't have any oxen, well, I don't know. You don't, the crib is clean of oxen poop, but it could be filthy with baby poop. I don't know. Is this maybe the word crib means something else? Crib? Ah, Not like that. No, it's, yeah, your I meant like crib. Yeah, well, your house, that's like I, see. I don't know if anybody older than millennials say that word <laughs> in that way, <laughs> but I just did. So that's yeah. showing how it looks old like I am. The, the New International Version translates it as manger instead of crib. Yeah, my mom just said stall, and I was like, yeah. "That's that's wise." Yes, crib stall. And the message just says, "No cattle, no crops." You know, that classic... No cattle, no, no cry. Cattle, no crops. <laughs> no crops. Yeah. yeah, it's a real hit of the time. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, here we go. Okay. A truthful witness will not lie. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> but a false witness pours out lies. Mm. This is real, real, real wisdom here. Just really amazing stuff. A scoffer seeks wisdom, but doesn't find it. But knowledge comes easily to a discerning person. Mm. Stay away from a foolish man, for you won't know, won't, won't find knowledge on his lips. The wisdom of the prudent is to think about his way, but the folly of fools is deceit. Fools mock at making atonement for sins, but among the upright there is goodwill. The heart knows its own bitterness and joy, He will not share these with a stranger. The house of the wicked will be overthrown, but the tent of the upright will flourish. (laughs) Yeah, well. There is a way which seems right to a man, 
But in the end, it leads to death. That's okay. What? I like, I like, I'm just, okay. This whole thing, all of these ones that are this just so, thing. so random, they're right? Big. Like once we got to these Solomon ones, where they're just these random, this thing, this thing, this thing, this other thing. Is this where, Solomon again? Supposedly like, these are all Solomon now. We're in his section all of, of these. Okay. It's funny because he consulted the previous author and was like, oh, he's talking about women. So (laughs) we'll throw a woman in there too. (laughs) Right. (laughs) You know? But it's like this thing of, it's like he just wrote down every random idea. Or maybe maybe it was like, I'm going to write one of these a day, right? So each verse he wrote each day. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they don't all have to be good. But it's just weird that in the editing and putting together of the Bible, they didn't just pick out the good ones. They kept all the drafts. Yeah, because know? they didn't read it. Yeah, Council right. of Nicaea you, did not read Thank it. You. <laughs> Council, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I concur. Okay. Okay. Even in laughter, the heart may be sorrowful and mirth may end in heaviness. The unfaithful will be repaid for his own ways. Likewise, a good man will be rewarded for his ways. A simple man believes everything, but the prudent man carefully considers his ways. A wise man fears and shuns evil, but the fool is hot-headed and reckless. He who is quick to become angry will commit folly, and a crafty man is hated. (laughs) The simple inherit folly, but the prudent are crowned with knowledge. The evil bow down, bow, bow. The evil bow down before the good, and the wicked at the gates of the righteous. Okay. The evil bow down before the good. Bow down before the good, and the wicked wicked at the gates of the the righteous. Good will prevail. I think so, yeah. Yeah, that's fun. That's fun. The poor person is shunned even by his own neighbor, but the rich person has many friends. I guess that's fair. I mean, sure. I mean... He's just speaking truth, you know? Just observations. (laughs) Yes, but geez, that's not, like, uplifting. Got a real Jerry Seinfeld over here. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He who despises his neighbor sins, but he who has pity on the poor is blessed. Don't Hmm. they go astray who plot evil? But love and faithfulness belong to those who plan good. In all hard work, there is profit, but the talk of the lips leads only to poverty. <laughs> the crown say, of okay, the wise... All right, okay, I can, I can get yeah. on board with that one. It's kind of like, yeah. you know, talkers versus doers, you know? Okay, you're right, right. That makes sure, sense. Sure, sure. The crown of the wise is their riches, but the folly of fools crowns them with folly. A truthful, I whatever. A truthful witness. Do you think that maybe Solomon had some just like refrigerator magnet poetry? Here? I love it. Oh yeah. Yes. Okay, that's I think, fun. I think you're right about that. He was like, "Ooh, I'll write that down, and it'll make its way into the Bible." I think he maybe recycled some umim and thumim to just kind of toss them on the ground and then assemble some proverbs out of it. A truthful witness saves souls, but a false witness is deceitful. And the fear of Yahweh is a secure fortress, and he will be a refuge for his children. The fear of Yahweh is a fountain of life, turning people from the snares of death. In the multitude of people is the king's glory, but in the lack of people is the destruction of the prince. He who is slow to anger has great understanding, but he who has a quick temper displays folly. 
Hold on, hold on. The life of Pause. the body is a heart at peace. Pause. The life of the <laughs> I body. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Is a heart. I don't know, Dedeker. At peace. Is right. a heart at peace. But envy rots the bones. I haven't heard that before. So uh, Eugene says, a sound mind makes for a robust body, but runaway emotions corrode the bones. Interesting. But I guess. It's well, still that's better weird. than this. Okay, I guess. It is still weird. He who oppresses the poor shows contempt for his maker, but he who is kind to the needy honors him. Mm. The sure, wicked... Sure. Yeah, yeah, totes. The wicked is brought down in his calamity, but in death the righteous has a refuge. Wisdom rests in the heart of one who has understanding and is even made known in the inward parts of fools. Righteousness exalts a nation, but sin is a disgrace to any people. The king's favor is toward a servant who deals wisely, but his wrath is toward one who causes shame. While you were reading this, Emily, I just had this vision of if we had read uh -huh. the book of Proverbs like the other books, not spread out a chapter each oh, day. God. But if we just read this uh, for several we weeks. We would lose our freaking marbles. Yeah. Right? No, there's no narrative. There's no anything. It's just a lot of, it's a lot of bullshit. I'm sorry. <laughs> it is. <laughs> I'm just going to say it. I know we're all thinking it, so I'm just going to say it. Yeah. Well, hey, guess what? We're almost close to the midway point on Proverbs. <sighs> yes. Wow. Oh, oh there's good. Only, there's but, only 31 chapters. And okay. five? Five after this of Jay's five. Okay, you always. I should. I should have this up in advance. I should know. <laughs> yes. that you're always <laughs> yes, going to ask should. me. Goodness gracious! I think it's five now. Uh, yeah. I mean, My you're the mom one who's is been... like, it was painful. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> Trying to make it better. Uh, let's see here. There's today, and then there's one, two, three, four, five more episodes of Chronicles. You got it. Yeah, I know. I know numbers. They're yep, there. right up there in your brain, in your brain head. <laughs> well done, everyone. Yes, and I'm glad that we're halfway through Proverbs because it's funny, we're going to be done with the Old Testament, but not done with the Old Testament. Yeah. Is that right? I know, I have been so wondering So what are we going to do this. about that, everyone? Yeah. Guys, what are we going to do? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I have wondered if we should kind of finish up the Proverbs before Ugh. we go God. on to the New Testament? I don't know. I'm just uh, not sure what to do. I don't know. I'm 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 interested in the weird mix. In the weird mix of old and new. I'm into it. Okay. Mm -hmm. okay. All right. Old mm -hmm. kings and new. I mean, do we have to like break up the 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 fun? I it, wait, is it true? I thought that that John Doff the Mike said that the first testament or sorry, the second testament <laughs> like first book was a lot of just recap, not recapping, but talking about people too. And not a name. Names is what I'm saying. Just a lot of names. Yes, we are. We are probably not done with reading genealogies. Right. Dang it. Right. Okay. <sighs> okay, fine. But we'll get through it. But it's not going to be like whole books of them, but there are probably some chapters of genealogies. Wait, isn't this... Wait. Paul? No, not Paul is the, this one. It's Matthew? Matthew That's is the, the first, first one. one. I know yep. that. 
Well Which done. I, and so Matthew was like, I'm going to genealogy you. Genie. Well, we got to establish, you know, how Jesus is related to all of these other people. David, Jesse's line, the crown, whatever. Yeah, that one. Right? Because then like after that, I guess, is what we're talking about. After what? After Jesse and David and all of these guys that we're literally talking about right now. Right. Yeah. We have to continue the line from these guys all the way up to Jesus in order for him to fulfill that prophecy. That's the idea, right? Oh, it's like in oh. Game of Thrones when you find out that someone's related to someone else and you're like, oh, now the prophecy makes sense. It's like Yeah. That. And then there's no follow through later on in the series. Well, we'll see. We'll see what happens in this book. <laughs> Apparently, we're going to get a baptism, which is something we will, I have yeah. never witnessed or experienced myself. Well, I have. Mm. I'm one of the only... I know, Dedeker. I'm one of the only people I know that has not been baptized, which is fine, Mom. Don't well, worry. I'm, hey, hey. It's kind of a badge of honor at this point. No, it's never Dedeker, too late. No. <laughs> no, Dedeker, no. What if, hold on, hold on. But what if we did like a DBS style baptism where we just like pour a beer over your head? Wow. I wouldn't be, I wouldn't say no to that. <laughs> but, but we, you would have to do it like, just when are we going to be done with this freaking book? Is it going to be when? No, it's not going to be when I'm like near you guys. Because I was saying like when I'm with you guys, like you could pour a beer over my head. No, and be okay. Like, I, I think this is going to be baptized. This DBS is going to be the metric. This is going to be the metric. Mm -hmm. I think we wait until we reach the point of the story where we get the baptism of Christ. Bap the baptism. Apparently, <laughs> that's like immediately. Yeah. Is what John Dove is no, saying. No, no, no. Just, 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 just. just. Freaking just, just freaking hold on to your okay, horses. God. Uh, when when we read about the baptism of Christ, then I think you read through that and then you decide does this sound like something that I want to do or not? That's fun. I know. So you have some time to that's think about fun. it. If it were beer, that would be one thing. We would still do a DBS style. I'm just saying. That's that's when you can decide. And also neither of you are ordained in any way, which would make it better. That I, I don't know necessarily of. have to be ordained to baptize someone. Is that true? I'm not Seriously? sure what the laws are. It could just be like one random <laughs> guy. I mean, I maybe think, they'll okay. cover the laws. Maybe we'll get into that a little bit in the beginning and decide. Okay, but it's not like allowed. someone signing a marriage license. Like I'm pretty sure in the, at least in the evangelical scene that I grew up in, the more important thing was like the spirit of it and being baptized. And so I think yes, the preference imagine? would be that like somebody with authority baptized you. But I think that it was like. If you're do, feeling do it, there's the right have time. Authority? Oh, Emily. Well, I mean, what? Emily. What? I can pour a beer over your head with authority. Don't you even worry. <laughs> I know you can do that, but but as an ex-evangelical person, I don't know. I guess you're... I think I have even more authority in that case. Oh, okay. Well... Boy, I mean, okay. I, I don't want us to go too off the rails with this right now, but we'll have to do some research on the rules of baptism. We and... will have to film it because not everyone will uh, unfortunately yeah. be present. Yeah, boy, if only we yeah. could do like a big live event at, you know, some big, big venue and like the big draw is that Emily's going to get beer baptized. <laughs> <laughs> Would it be gluten-free beer? Because as long as it's gluten-free and be. vegan. It could sure. be. Yeah. 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 Okay. Wow. Like, right, throw folks. me in like the Seattle Lake or something. The Seattle the, Lake. That classic thing that exists. The Seattle <laughs> that famous Lake. famous landmark of Seattle. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, I don't know. Whatever. Okay. All right. We're going to finish this out. Thank you for joining us for Bible study today. If you want to join the audience in our live stream shows, follow us on Twitch at Drunk Bible Study or go to drunkbiblestudy.com slash live. If you want even more Drunk Bible Study, including early releases, cocktail recipes, personal toasts on the show, and more, become one of our patrons at patreon.com slash drunkbiblestudy. If you enjoy the show, take a moment to subscribe and write us a nice review on iTunes, letting other people know what you like about it. You can also join fellow listeners in the Drunk Bible Study Fans and Fellowship Facebook group or on our Discord server at discord.drunkbiblestudy.com. Find us on Twitter at Drunk Bible Cast, on Instagram at Drunk Bible Study, or send us an email to info at drunkbiblestudy.com. Drunk Bible Study is created and produced by Jace Lindgren, Dedeker Winston, and me, Emily Matlack. Our theme song is Book Club by Josh and Anand from their album, Home of the The The. For more information, visit us at drunkbiblestudy.com. I made a memory about your dad. He's in a book club. Whoa. He's got a history of skimming past all the pages of ageless confessional.